2: Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains-like clues. We're seeing this in the viral Sleepy Girl Mocktail trend on social media
0: so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today.
2: Clues, underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the, the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Hmm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt... The buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and <laughs> my, um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about, but I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no roll black waistband you want that you don't want it to be rolling you don't want it to be showing and i'm hooked i don't want to wear anything else it's all got to go now
0: well this ad actually is kind of about that pace case everybody knows me (laughs) undies makes great underwear it's in the name me undies but it's not just about underwear you can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers hoodies onesies and a whole bunch more and their move me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market there's no doubt about it right now you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com roses. That's MeUndies.com roses for 20% off plus free shipping. Me Undies, Comfort from the outside in. It's the Game of
2: Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses.
1: This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of
2: Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case.
0: This is Bachelor Clues. And I'm a changed man because something (laughs) happened this week. In the Bachelor Nation podcast. By the way, this is a Monday, so you know this is going to be a digging deeper. We're going to go through a bunch of different clips that happened over the past couple of weeks in Bachelor Nation, all the various Bachelor Nation podcasts, and some other ones that are not Bachelor Nation official. But as I was saying, one very important thing happened in these past couple of Uh weeks on these podcasts.
1: I see a twinkle in your eye.
0: I woke up, uh, I forget what morning this was, in the past week, I woke up to a flurry of DMs and text messages. Something had happened, and it happened on the Vial files. The great one himself, Nick Vial, for the first time in recorded history, mentioned us, talked about Game of Roses, talked about an interview that we did with Sarah Heron, and he was mentioned, and of course, that's why he was discussing us. There would be no other reason to discuss anything else for the great Vial. But we are going to play that (laughs) clip. We are going to break that clip down at the very end of this episode. So you got to stick around till the end.
1: KB would never. (laughs) That's all I have to say right now.
0: (laughs) Well, there's a lot of KB in this episode, too. We have some fantastic clips top to bottom. This is going to be packed. Sometimes during the offseason, you get these slow weeks. You get these weeks where nothing's happening in the Bachelor podcast sphere. This ain't that type of week. Mm. There was so much mm. shit happening. I can't wait to dive into this and we are glad that you're all with us joining us here down in the bottom of the pit.
1: Yeah, let's uh let's get going on this recipe of ours. Bake a cake.
0: Sounds good. This is digging deeper. If you've joined us for Digging Deeper before, you know how this works. We're going to play a bunch of clips from all the various podcasts from within the nation, and we're going to break them down for you. This week, we have clips from Off the Vine from April 7th. That one had none other than The Ultimate Viking and Susie Evans. We have clips from Bachelor Happy Hour with chicks in the office as their guests from April 5th. We also have from April 5th, an almost famous podcast with the guests, Jared Ayakinetti. We then have 10 clips from a podcast outside the nation. It's from a show called Guys We Fucked. The hosts of that show are Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher, and their guest was none other than Caitlin Bristow. She has a wide variety of information about producer manipulation and, and what went on during her time as The Bachelorette and her time as a player. And then we have a couple of clips from Trash Tuesday with hosts Annie Learman, Esther Pavitsky, and Kayla Kuhn. And their guest was the great one, Nick Vial. And then, of course, our final clip of today is going to be that one that we just discussed. It's Vial Files with guest Andrea Russett from April 12th. And this is the clip <laughs> to end all clips. This is going to be the, the clip, clip we've We're... been waiting for. <laughs> it is. Final <laughs> I was going to say it's final validation of our existence, but he doesn't quite validate our existence. I'll just leave it at that.
1: (laughs) I think you two are in a very complicated relationship now. I mean...
0: (laughs) I wish we were in any kind of relationship other than parasocial, but that is not Mm. the case. I'll take what I can get.
1: Time will tell. I think you could be Biffles still.
0: (laughs) We could be what? Biffles? What's that?
1: best friends for life.
0: (laughs) I'm hundred percent sure that's not going to happen. You know, he blocked my bachelor clues. You
1: don't use the term biffles with Will?
0: No, I I don't. I've never heard biffles. I've heard BFFs, but, uh, the great one blocked my bachelor clues account some years ago. I believe it was during his season of bachelor because I was training Mm. myself how to do memes (laughs)
1: You don't need to explain to me how you got blocked. I've seen the content. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Wait, no. Explain for people who don't, who may not know. All right. You were training yourself.
0: Yeah, like how I make all art really is.
1: It was an apprenticeship.
0: Well, I mean, apprenticeship to myself. I I just reiterate things again and again and again and again until I hone in on like my style. This is I've done it in photography, writing, all kinds of shit, painting. And uh, certainly in memes. And so in the very beginning, I'm just like, I need to find a subject that I can continually make art about. And that's, you know, I've done it with squirrels and photography. I've done a wide Mm -hmm. variety of things. Oh, yes. And so in The Bachelor, it was I started making memes right when Nick Vial was coming to prominence, right when he was about to be on sand and become The Bachelor and all this. So I just went to his personal... Uh, Instagram account and started making a meme version of every one of his posts and I would make like five mm-hmm. or six a day and that would just kind of train me how to like oh what can my style be how do I use these apps et etc cetera, etc cetera. and that's really what got me into I believe the final phase of what my meme style was like although in the very near future I believe that meme style is going to change with some AI assistance
1: Of course.
0: Yeah. I'm getting very (laughs) into using AIs right now.
1: Three to five years. I can't wait.
0: I think it's going to be far less than that. I'm hoping it's going to be for this next season of Bachelorette. Mm. But now let's begin our digging deeper. Our first clip here is from Off the Vine. That is Kayla Bristow's podcast. She had Clayton Eckert and Susie Evans on her show April 7th. And in this clip, she asked the Ultimate Viking, where, oh, where... Did he get the incredible idea to do pizza reviews? Here we go.
1: You've been doing pizza reviews, Clayton. And did you get that inspiration from Barstool? Because we always do that, too.
0: Uh, no, no, I was getting it from my DMs. People just kept. So I have I, I got a TikTok because they, they were like they told me, like, Clayton, you'd have more of a social media presence. You got a TikTok. So they, I got a TikTok. And so I thought, all right, I'm gonna just post work, you know, fitness workouts because that's just I'm like, that's what I like. I'm big into fitness. Yeah. And also I started getting flooded on in my, my all my messages were all simply, you should do a pizza review, you should do a pizza review. And p- they just kept flooding my comments with it. And then it was like, hey, great workout. You know, it'd be great if you had a slice of pizza off camera that you started <laughs> Stop. eating. And it just it just kept being that. It kept being like in my DMs. And I, and so I thought it was fun. I was talking to Susie, I was like, you know what? Like I'm just gonna lay into this. I think it's hilarious. I also love pizza, so I'll <laughs> review pizza for sure. Like that sounds fun yeah, to me. That's great. But of course, yeah. People are like, "Oh, you're not, you're not barstool sports." I was like, I never claimed to be. I'm just literally having fun with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> I've never, I've never watched barstool. Whatever the 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 origin of this is, yeah. but it's pretty impressive they were able to steal the idea of reviewing a food. The most ba- the most common food in the
0: world. The guy who created Barstool is named Dave Portnoy and I think he does pizza reviews on his personal Instagrams and shit like that. But it's like yeah, many people do pizza reviews. He hasn't co-opted it. I think it's just because there's a big crossover between Bachelor and Barstool that mm. there's some kind of like well, I'm the person who's in tangential Bachelor world that does pizza reviews or something, you know. Yeah. It's not, but it doesn't matter. The the To me, this <laughs> is beyond fucking hilarious that Clay Necker, the ultimate Viking, is like, well, people were just in my DMs and people were asking me to do these pizza reviews. What people? Who are these people he's talking about? It's us.
1: He's acting like it's completely normal to get thousands of messages that just say you <laughs> should do a pizza review. <laughs> Like, you know, that just happens. Everyone comes to this idea on their own and suggests it. Yeah.
0: A bunch of people are just like, huh, you should really be doing pizza reviews. It was us. It was uh, everybody who listens to Game of Roses DMing him. It was us talking about it on our podcast. Dark Seeker ah, making con- constant TikToks about it. I DMed him at one point and said, hey, dude, you should really be doing pizza reviews. You did? Yes. <laughs> because I think he's hilarious and I know he likes pizza. And I was like, his pizza reviews would be fucking huge. And indeed they worked. Those are some of his most watched videos.
1: They were. I think he's got a million views on that one. I mean, it's beautiful content. And if he makes a workout video where he eats like a slice that's coming in from off camera at the end, I think I will finally feel fulfilled in my life.
0: You know what he should really do is he should do workout videos where he like attaches pizza to the exercise. So if he's doing bench <gasps> press, he's like laying down on the bench and when he lowers the bar, there's a piece of pizza on it and he takes a bite before he pushes it up. Yes. And then another bite before he pushes it up. Or if he's doing squats, he has
1: to pull yeah. something, <laughs> yes, to get to the slice. So yeah. He like a pull-up yeah. bar and it's at the top and he just nibbles. <laughs> a gentle nibble
0: that's the next iteration of this if you're listening ultimate viking that's where you go next it's combining workout and pizza eating videos
1: yeah no one is doing that not yet (laughs) i mean (laughs) wow i love this so much i and you know kb had an opportunity here she could explain it she could uh call it some sort of a fan podcast with a scowl in her voice no she didn't she wouldn't she's wonderful
0: you're giving too much away of the great vial clip that we're gonna play later the his scowl and his voice i'm
1: giving too much away oh
0: yeah it's it's a secret
1: i just think i mean that clip has just it's created so many beautiful things that it's hard to separate it from the rest of my life now.
0: I agree with you. I think about it a hundred times a day. I can't wait to break it down (laughs) again at the end of this podcast. What's
1: next in our recipe?
0: (laughs) Yes. Next in our recipe is we're going to (laughs) play a clip for you from Bachelor Happy Hour. This is from April 5th. The guests were the chicks in the office, speaking of Barstool Sports. And everybody is talking about how hard in this clip Bachelor Nation can be on players. And Michelle, who is now an official Bachelor Nation podcast host and influencer, this is Michelle Young. She compares the fourth audience to people who watch the Olympics. A very interesting clip. Here we go.
2: And so people think, people who comment Mm -hmm. on this show
1: think they're perfect. And and I think that's what gets me going. And then I end up taking the side of the person that everyone's mad at because I'm like, it just doesn't make sense to me that somebody can get labeled as like a terrible person for some mistakes. Like, yeah, let's talk about the mistakes, but then also point out like, I think he's a nice guy. Like, I don't think Clayton's a bad guy.
2: Yeah. And it's such right. an odd situation that I, I feel like I kind of compare it. I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and I compare it to – like the viewers to like when you're watching the olympics right so like the olympics come on and you watch you know for a little bit and then within like you know 20 minutes you are the like you're sitting on your couch but you are yes. the expert you're on, the <laughs> athlete one of whatever the judges jump yeah. it is, I know, became an expert whatever, in loo- like, winter olympics. you are the expert <laughs> and it's like that's you know i think when we're watching these shows and we get so invested with them it's like you're sitting on the couch and you're like oh i would have done this i could have they should have done this and it's just like it It's such a, it's so hard to
0: relate. Very interesting here. She compares our beloved game to the Olympics, AKA a sport. So I guess it is a sport and this phenomenon she's talking about where the viewer will see something happening in the sport and be like, no, you should have done this. This is known pretty commonly as armchair quarterbacking because it happens a lot in football or any other kind of sport, but Specifically in football, which quarterback refers to, it's when somebody's Mm -hmm. sitting at home watching it and something goes wrong for their team and they're like, oh, they should have run this play. They should have done that. I would have done this, you know, whatever. And this idea that as fans, we have some entitlement over the decisions that players make in game or coaches or anybody else who's involved with it. Is fascinating to me, and she is admitting here that that carries over into the Bachelor as well, which in my mind is just one more thing to pile on the pile of reasons this is a professional sport.
1: It is fascinating, and I'm curious about the concept of armchair quarterbacking. And like, does that is that part of why people love watching sports so much? Is that they put themselves in the quarterback shoes and they're like, who would I pass? the ball
0: too? Yeah. I mean, I think to some degree it's that. And when you have, I mean, we do this, our recaps are all armchair quarterbacking. It's saying, here's, here's the plays that were made. Here's what we think would have been better plays if somebody fucked up or we laud plays that are, you know, incredible or whatever. But when you have a high degree of expertise about the game, even if you're not a player, you have the knowledge of the game. I mean, that's essentially what coaches are. Once you have that, you do have the ability to watch the sport and be like, no, they should have done this or they should have done this. And obviously there's a lot of it is like hindsight or what they call Monday morning quarterbacking Mm -hmm. after the game has been played being like, well, this is what should have happened. Then it's like, well, but it didn't, you know?
1: Oh, Monday morning (laughs) quarterbacking.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of different quarterbackings (laughs) going on.
1: I also love this idea that like she's saying you are the expert and the judge once you like put yourself in that chair and you're talking about what they should have done. But it's like she has just signed up to be the co-host of Bachelor Happy Hour, which by definition is armchair quarterbacking. And they are basically like retired quarterbacks who are giving their take on what the lead should do yeah. from their experience.
0: The very thing she's complaining about is what she's now being paid to do for the next year of her life.
1: <laughs> yes, that is, that is exactly what I'm saying. Like, yep. That is what she will be doing. I mean, maybe you're not doing the aspect of like labeling people as terrible for their mistakes, but maybe I will see. I'm I'm curious to see.
0: I am too. Good luck to Michelle Young in her new endeavor where she is going to be paid to essentially have contradictory opinions. That is what all Bachelor Nation podcasts are.
1: (laughs) She has a great podcasting voice, by the way.
0: I think she's going to be fantastic at this. Uh, but this next clip is from a Bachelor Nation adjacent podcast hosted by some ex-players, but not an official Bachelor Nation podcast. This is Almost Famous. Their guest was Jared Iaconetti. This is from April 5th. And in this clip, Ashley Iaconetti compares her new motherhood to the shooting of The Bachelor in terms of exhaustion And Jared reveals a very important truth. Here we go.
2: One more thing that I wanted to mention, because I said this on Instagram and I had somebody respond. I don't remember who it was, but it was also a a bachelor mom. So the only time that I've been more tired because like he's a really good sleeper. We don't get like solid like you know 8 hours straight through. We get no. breaks and stuff. Yeah, but we, we get probably but at we like least get six or seven. more than the average parents I think. Yeah. He's been he's pretty good and he mm. has been pretty good from the start. Um, but the time in my life where I was way more tired than this was definitely filming the bachelor.
0: That's well, because we would go to bed at 2 in the morning and wake you up at 7.
2: Exactly. So it's if like you can survive God, that people. and then like be on camera, you can get through it a lot. I get through a lot.
0: You can get through a lot. Yeah. Well, I have something that's going to make Dawson <laughs> you smile.
2: You
1: think that's snotty of me um, to say? No, 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 not it's at like, all. It's like,
0: if you can get through The Bachelor, you can get through anything. Yeah, I mean, it's the same <laughs> as torture, right? Yeah. We have heard the experience of shooting The Bachelor compared to many things. Being in live combat. As uh, I forget that guy's name, but on Listen to Your Heart, the guy who was in combat said that uh, war was easier than shooting The Bachelor. And here we have Ashley Aikenetti saying that, you know, motherhood, new motherhood, she just has had her her little baby, Brady. What was his name? It's Brady Dimitri Dawson. No,
1: Dawson Dimitri Brady.
0: Aikenetti. No, Bon. I always forget that they're they are taking the High Bond name for the child, not the Ayakinetti name. So anyway, Ashley Ayakinetti here is saying that being a new mom is actually easier than shooting the bachelor in terms of sleep and exhaustion. And then at the end of this clip, Jared Ayakinetti says it's torture. He says being in the bachelor is literally torture. And that's what we maintain basically since. Our first episode is that these players are put through some kind of torture and that's what we're watching. How can you endure the torture? Who can endure it the best? That's the game.
1: Look, I'm no expert at being on The Bachelor and I'm in my armchair here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I we did our first live, well, not first live, first in-person video interview, God, when was that? Monday? Monday of this past week and i felt so exhausted afterwards i was like it just takes a new thing out of you to be on camera so to go to bed at two wake up at seven and do that all day for 19 hours i can't even imagine
0: no i can't either but i always like hearing when players come clean about that and say that that was the hardest experience of their life in terms of the toll it takes on you and then when you have somebody like Jared Hybon, who's a an exalted player in our beloved game one of the most successful post game players ever with all of the things he's mm. doing with his wife and now their burgeoning family when you hear them say this was torture it makes real all of the different things we've been saying about it all the things that we speculate about how hard it is and what the producers do to you to specifically make you tired or feel whatever type of way and it's like when they're calling it torture that's not really a joke. It really is torture. So thank you, Jared I. Kennedy for this insight. And now we're going to move on to another series of clips that you are not going to want to miss. This is Caitlin Bristow guesting on the podcast called Guys We Fucked with the hosts Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher. Now, I guess you can tell from the title of that podcast what it's primarily about. They're talking about sex, relationships all that kind of stuff. And we have a bunch of clips from this appearance and they're all about what Caitlin experienced as her time uh, during her time as the bachelorette and a player in terms of slut shaming, in terms of did she actually have sex with all of her three fantasy suite guys, a bunch of fascinating stuff. You're not going to want to miss this. So the first clip that we're going to do has Caitlyn Bristow confessing something about herself That many players have been vilified for and destroyed for. And she herself did it as well. This is insane. Are you ready for this clip?
1: No. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, we're going to
0: listen to it right now. If you want to hear all these next Caitlin Bristow clips, which I think you do because they are revelatory and possibly more importantly, If you want to hear Pace Case and I reacting to the great one, Nick Vial discussing Game of Roses on his podcast, The Vial Files, then you're going to have to go to patreon.com slash game of roses and join us in the bottom of the pit where you're going to get access to all the rest of this episode. And by the way, we talk about the Nick Vial clip for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I don't know. We uh, had a lot to say about it, but if you want to hear that and you want to hear all of the other episodes that we've done on our Patreon, there's over 40 of them now, a bunch of Digging Deepers, old All-Star Seasons, talking about the producers, talking about The Bachelor Babies, talking about all kinds of stuff. If you want access to all those as well as our weekly live shows that we do every Monday where we answer questions and talk about the state of the game and talk about what we're looking for when we're in season from the upcoming games that night. And you want to get access to our Discord where you can submit your own screams from the pit. And we might play some of those on our Twibbins on Friday. If you want all of that, you just go to, again, patreon.com slash roses. Join us down here in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in Dig around in all this content, it's the pit, come on, admit, you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits, it's the pit, there's room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit, you can get it in it and dig around in all this content, it's the pit, Come on, admit you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. The pit is room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in. It's the pit. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in.
2: Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended. Even better, gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor.
0: That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.